show and welcome to Outrage and Optimism. This is Cristiana Figueres without Tom or Paul, but in conversation with two fantastic people, Mauricio Porras and Anuna DeWiver from Hero. Thanks for being here. everyone, we thought just because it is the end of the year, we would give you a truly inspirational initiative here that is supporting so much climate work around the world. We are going, or I rather, I'm going to have an interview with Mauricio Porras, founder of Hero and Anuna DeWiver on their advisory board, who will explain about this very interesting, innovative startup whose mission it is to empower people around the world to accelerate climate activity in any country, in any state, in any community of truly inspiring and very groundbreaking initiative. We thought it would be wonderful to bring this to you at the end of the year because so many of us are thinking, hmm, what end of the year support could I offer? And this is clearly one that merits your consideration. So I don't think this requires too much of, a, of an intro. The explanation from Mauricio and Anuna is compelling. Please enjoy and celebrate the work here of Mauricio and Anuna. Bueno, Mauricio, qué placer tenerte. Tengo que empezar con hablarte en español, porque en este podcast hablamos sobre Costa Rica siempre y nunca nos dejan hablar en español. Entonces, ¿cómo estás, Mauricio? Ah, pura vida. Ah, pura no, vida. Fe no, feliz de, de, de estar acá, también de hablar en español. Eh, cuando uno está fuera del país, realmente se da cuenta lo mucho que uno extraña eh, estar rodeado de personas, no solo de Costa Rica, sino también de, de toda Latinoamérica y los que hablamos español. Entonces, se siente como estar de vuelta en la familia. Así que muy feliz. Okay, so to all our listeners, don't worry, the whole conversation is not going to be in Spanish. But here's here's the deal. Mauricio happens to be from Costa Rica, although he's sitting sitting in very, very cold Amsterdam right now. Um, and so I just couldn't resist the temptation of having a very quick Costa Rican uh, hello. And you heard from him how the secret salute that all Costa Ricans have for each other, which is pura vida. So if you ever think that you're going to come to Costa Rica, you better learn Pura Vida, because without that, we don't let you through the airport. <laughs> anyway, Mauricio and Anuna, thank you so, so much for joining us here on uh, Outrage and Optimism. It is delightful to have you both here to discuss something that I think is very close, certainly to our hearts, to Tom, Paul, and myself. But I, I would dare say very close to the heart of uh, of all our listeners. And that is, how do we support 
uh, action on climate change and not just theoretically, but how do we support especially those people who are taking it upon their shoulders to be in the front lines and continue to push forward every time uh, with more urgency and with more agency. But before we get to the unique way in which you're doing this, I would love to know the story, and I think, Mauricio, that goes to you, the story of how you all met, how you had this idea to found Hero. What What is the story behind this? Yeah, so, well, there's a lot of stories interconnected on how uh, Hero was born. Uh, I could take three full podcasts uh, to tell the whole story, but oh, basically, wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a full almost, uh, you know, uh, we should write a book about it. But basically, back in Costa Rica, you know, I was seeing the rise of the youth movement, the youth climate movement uh, that started with Greta and started seeing, you know, all the youth rising, you know, to demand a better future and to hold politicians accountable. And I started back in 2020, what we call the Hero Podcast, and actually started interviewing, you know, all these uh, youth activists and mobilizers that were, um, you know, creating change. And through these conversations, you know, I realized that they have one of the most important jobs of our time. But the common denominator is that they're not being paid for it. And that really, uh, you know, when I started thinking, like, how is it possible that these amazing people are working for the common good and they're not being recognized for their work? So I started, you know, having more and more conversations around the topic. And Mauricio, uh, sorry, just yeah. sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but just just so that, you know, we can follow this, the logic. Yeah. It is not just that they're not being paid for it. It means that they need to support themselves. As we say in Costa Rica, they need to buy their rice and beans, which means they need to make yeah. their livelihood off of something completely different, some other job, some other work. And then they need to find time to do the important work that they do, which means it eats up their weekends, their evenings, their their dawn, uh, you know. So so basically they're having two full-time jobs and being paid for one. Is that uh, an accurate description? That's totally accurate. And that uh, through those conversations, so I started noticing that many of the youth mobilizers were experiencing a lot of burnout because of that. So obviously... It's expected when you have two, three jobs at the same time and you're investing a lot of time and energy. And through that podcast, it was the time when I connected with Anuna, which obviously was uh, one of and is still one of the leaders of, of the climate movement. Uh, and we had uh, amazing conversations around this topic. Uh, and yeah, we met and from there, uh, we've been building a great friendship now for over two years. Uh, to the point that, you know, she really believed that there was an important project that the world needed and advised us directly inside the movements on how Hero needed to be built. Anuna, so what, what is your part of the story of this? You get this call from someone you've never heard of. And then what happens? <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. And I mean, I was getting a lot of calls at the time. So I was like, who is who is this Mauricio guy? What is this project? <laughs> and honestly, to be very honest with you, like the, the first reason why I decided to become a part of this project is just because Mauricio and I hit it off so well, because I felt like 
in our conversation, a lot of the things that he was saying, I really resonated with because mm. I was 17 or 18 at the time. I was also in the middle of my climate activism, mobilizing strikes every week, the, all this chaos going on, just going to conferences and giving speeches and doing panels and trying to get people into platforms and places. And I was burning out as well. And so talking to, to Mauricio about these things and understanding his project and wanting to actually give resources to these advocates and mobilizers that are on the front lines trying to fight this fight, I thought was extremely useful. And I also hadn't really seen any project like that before. Um, so I decided that I wanted to be a part of it. And I'm not actually one of the activists that is being financed. I'm really just trying to think with and work with and think about the values and the vision on how to create that uh, those networks, how to create those people, um, giving them resources to be able to do the work that they do. And because it's such a personal story for me as well, and I've been in that place, um, I really resonate with it. And that's what makes me so passionate about this project. So bo both of you have used three words interchangeably, and I wonder whether there is any difference of nuance into it. You use the word climate activist, climate mobilizers, and climate, you said one more, Anuna, sorry. Advocates. Thank you. So you have used three three words, climate activists, climate mo mobilizers, and climate advocates. Um is there a difference in those three? Or another way of asking you the question is, what is the universe of people that you want to and are already supporting? But how, how do you choose them? What are the preconditions? How there, There's so many. I would say there are millions of people. Thank heavens, millions of people yeah. who really are now um, already mobilized. But how do you go out and choose people that you bring into your circle? Yeah, so that's a great question. So obviously, as you know, within the whole climate movement, we have a lot of different types of activism and actions that you can take. And when we started Hero, we were really, you know, uh, analyzing where could we it have the most impact and also collaborate within the whole space, right? Because this, at the end, is a collaborative, you know, work that all of the parts do. And we said, where is, where can we find the gap where we can, you know, better support uh, the people that are working towards towards uh, climate action? And we discovered that the, within the youth movement, there was a, you know, a need to move from the campaigns and the actions that were being mega effective, but there was a need to start conversations with decision makers on the negotiation tables and discuss about climate policy. So that's where, where we found that the movement could have you know, our support and the support of a global community of citizens, both financially, through mentorships, and a lot of professionals that are in the climate space. So we define climate mobilizers as climate campaigners and climate experts uh, that are working towards changing climate policy. Our focus is uh, bringing what we call hero circles. So those are working groups of a minimum of three to a maximum of 10 climate mobilizers, focus on, on a specific climate policy objective and within the platform, getting the support so that they can accelerate 
those uh, you know policy changes in each of the regions where they're advocating for? I think this is actually the beauty of the Hero Project is because you get to tell your own story. It's such mm. a bottom-up movement where you literally just give young people resources. And yeah, you have to focus on policy. You need to have a clear target of what, the, what do you want out of this campaign? What are you fighting for? But how you're going to do it, with who you're going to do it, how you're going to make it happen, that's your story. And I feel like there's so much space within the Hero Project to create that for yourself and to convince other people of why you think that's the best methodology, we can say. So I really love that because I feel like as an activist, we often also get put into boxes of like, you're supposed mm. to be this or that. You, this is this is the good way of doing activism. This is a bad way of doing activism. And Hero really opens up that space and just give, gives that space to young people to determine that for themselves. So being able to tell our own story, I feel like that's really empowering. And does that mean that um, that the group of people that you support work at policy level at local, national and or international level? Or do you have a preference there of all those levels? Because actually there's so many levels, right? There's family level, community level, uh, city level, province level, state level, national level, global level. Do they choose the level at which they work and can they work at any level? Yeah, so as Anuna uh, greatly described, that's the beauty, you know, of, of the platform, which allows mobilizers to actually choose the levels in which they want to work and where they feel that they can have the most impact on. So we have, you know, a diversity of circles. So, for example, we're working with Elizabeth Watuti uh, on loss and damage. So she built a circle of 10 mobilizers in more than six countries in Africa. So you could see it's more like an African-based circle. Uh, we're also working with the UK Climate Justice Circle on more UK-based uh, policy change to, you know, to stop new oil and gas expansion in the UK. So as Anuna said uh, very well, it's basically we empower this mobilizer so that they can tell the story and choose where they can have the most impact, whether it's on a local level, community level, or even on a global scale. And so there's one thing that is very interesting about the stories that you've just told. I put it to you that the people that you've just named are actually women. Correct. And the name of your um, initiative is Hero. So that was the first thing that hit me when I learned about you. I thought like, Hero? Really? Why is it not Shiro or Hero and Heroine? Or because it is a little bit odd, Mauricio and Anuna, you call it Hero, but I, I'm almost willing to bet that most of the wonderful people you're supporting are women. Because from my observation, most are women. That's absolutely correct. So yeah, most of the movement is composed by women. Uh, and there is a reason behind the, the hero concept. Good. So we take all of that's <laughs> what I want. Yeah, we, we take all of this, you know, very seriously. And that's why we, you know, partner with the mobilizers to to really, you know, make sure that we're building inclusive movements and an, an inclusive community. So uh, we found out that the word hero became neutral, gender neutral some years back. And that allowed wow, us. Wow, that's yeah. news. I love that. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, it's actually great. Hero is a gender neutral word. That's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's an exclusive on the podcast. How does that get decided, Mauricio? 
Well, uh, I mean, uh, by the, you know, the different academies, the language academies, but we did our research, obviously, before, before choosing the name, and we found that it was new to us, too. But at the end, we wanted to build a concept where everyone is welcome. So obviously, of most of the movement is composed by women, but also we have a lot of people that don't identify necessarily with, you know, a gender or another. So we wanted to make sure that we had a strong word with a strong meaning uh, for citizens and the community. So that allowed us to build, you know, a more inclusive a more inclusive movement. And the other reason behind hero is that obviously when you, you first listen to the word, you listen, to, you know, you imagine, you know, Superman or, or different heroes that you will see in movies. But we want to bring the word back down to the people and to give it a more human meaning. And the, and the reason is that we believe strongly that everyone can become a hero if they choose to take action and work for the common good. So we are basically, you here, know, retelling here. Totally agree the story. with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Totally agree with that. So um, can, can we go into that a little bit further? How does this model that you have, how does it differ from traditional financial support for activists that would be more traditional, I would say, you know, from um, either traditional or new climate change funders that put money into a pot? Um how is it uh how is your your uh support model different from the more traditional ones yeah so there's different levels that we also give in a lot of thought to with the help of anuna and of course other mobilizers is the first is the fact that we wanted to create direct connections from citizens to these mobilizers so the first let's say layer of innovation is the fact that when you support a hero circle, you're supporting people. And when you contribute in the hero platform, you actually know where your money is going to. So that is the first layer that we really wanted to be intentional about so that people could connect with different people. And we believe that that's how community and grassroots movements really connect uh, with that stories that Anuna was mentioning before. The second layer is the fact that we wanted to move from the donations model to organizations to a more active approach on, you know, supporting directly these people through, uh, you know, through what we call subscriptions. So basically, Hero is a subscription-based model, just as you would subscribe, let's say, to Netflix, Spotify, or uh, Patreon in the U.S. You subscribe to these circles, and with that support, on a monthly basis, you allow these mobilizers to have a basic stable income on a monthly basis. Interesting. So, and and do you subscribe at different levels? Can you choose? And I'm, I'm asking you all these questions, Mauricio, because my intent here actually is to interest many of our listeners to become <laughs> your uh, your subscribers. So, Explain that to us. How if if someone you know, if, and I'm sure there will be many of listeners who are interested. So how 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 do I how how do we move from the interest to actually supporting you? Yeah, great question. So basically, we built a platform at HeroCircle.app. So if you go into the platform dot app app. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So you go to HeroCircle.app, and we really worked hard to make it that in three clicks 
you can immediately support the circles of mobilizers. So basically, we have three tiers. So starting at 10 euros, a second tier of 20 euros, and a third tier that starts at 50 euros, but you can choose to support more if you, you want. And basically, what you get in return, it's uh, an exclusive live, be live behind the scenes access to their journey. And then you receive exclusive content from updates, videos, and live streams that allow you to connect in a more direct way with them. And there's another feature that we really like, which is called Moments. So basically, you know, working with Anuna, we came up with, uh, you know, the fact that mobilizers work by creating different moments uh, along the way, whether it was a speech, a meeting with a decision maker. So what we're working really hard to do is to bridge that gap and connect those moments also with the citizens. So if you support and become a, a subscriber of a circle and that circle accomplishes the next moment that they have in mind. And you choose the circle. Do you choose as a subscriber? Do you choose which circle to support? Yeah. Okay, cool. Carry you on. Choose from, a, from different categories, from fossil fuels to loss and damage, uh, indigenous rights and so on. Uh, and once you subscribe and that circle accomplishes the next moment, then that moment is also attributed to you in your hero profile. So as a citizen, you can also be part of those next decisive moments for our planet. And it stops becoming just one thing that just the mobilizers are working towards that. You su your support is now part of the story and that moment uh, comes back to you, bridging that gap between both sides, it's it's key. Yeah, well, actually, I just wanted to add to you already because I, I feel like um, what you were saying is very crucial because this project really highlights the journey of activism. And I feel like a lot of people have an idea of what is an activist, what is a mobilizer. It's a young person shouting on the streets or giving a confrontational speech at a conference. But it's much more than that. There's so much grassroots movements and building and networking and working behind the scenes that goes into actually building these campaigns and putting Absolutely. these policy objectives and getting into these rooms. Like it is so much work. And I think a lot of people are not aware of that. And I, I, I think it's important to show that commitment that an entire generation and it's not just my generation. There's so many people of different ages that are working so hard in their free time often to make these things happen. And it's being taken for granted a lot. And I think the Hero Project is really going to highlight the fact that we should not take it for granted, that it is a massive commitment, that it's a massive journey. But also it's going to show that there is a network, a global network of people that you can connect to. And this is something for me, often when I go to spaces and I try to mobilize people and connect with people, they're like, where do I go? Who do I talk to? How do I start? All of this feels so overwhelming. I still have so many things to learn. I don't know how to start. And I feel like the Hero Project really shows this global network of people ready to collaborate with you if you want to join us. And you do. You have to because we need you. <laughs> so so if I'm a, a new a newbie to this, right, but I, I feel the fire inside of myself. I feel I have the fire in the belly, um, but I'm a newbie. I have no idea where to start then how do I connect with you and how do I get supported? In addition to the finance, how yeah. do I get supported to know what my work is? Yeah, so um, we have a, a process to onboard different hero circles. So that could even, let's say, either be through an endorsement of another mobilizer who is already part of your movement, maybe through an NGO that is endorsing you also you know, uh, that you maybe have been working with with this NGO in the past on different campaigns. 
uh, or basically we also have a program that we are launching to onboard different hero circles so they can apply to hero. And we have developed a program where we help them, you know, identify their policy objective, get the group on board, uh, create their story. And we also then connect them to a network of global mentors uh, in the climate space that can help them through different uh, topics like, you know, climate policy, law, or basically storytelling and influence to make sure that you have all the right tools you need to advocate for change in your region or your country. Wow. Okay. So uh, I am bowled over. I am so impressed about the depth of your analysis of where the need is and how to address the need. Um, and I am so impressed that all of this, you've developed all of this in two years. Basically, you have a startup here uh, in a startup field, which is popular move, climate movement. You are startup in a startup field where we actually shouldn't be at startup process. We should be at almost completion of the task, the big task. But sadly, For we're sure. still at startup. But you're a startup within a startup field. Um, amazing. So where, where do all these ideas come from? Where are other models out there that have been inspirational to you? Or has all of this evolved truly out of the need that you have identified? Yeah, so basically uh, it has been, it was born from, you know, from having this one-of-one -one conversations with the mobilizers on the ground. And basically our mission is to just translate those needs and that support system that is very much needed within the movements and translate that with the solutions that we can find now in tech, finance, uh, innovation, communication. So basically use the tools that are already there uh, for everyone to use, but help the movements and these mobilizers, you know, build a tool that it's their tool. Our role here is very behind the scenes. Uh, it's basically listening to what they want, what they need, uh, and, you know, supporting them in any way we can. And I'm very honored and blessed to be supported by my two also co-founders, Silvana and Mohamed, which I can tell you later on about. There's another, Anuna knows this story, but another crazy story on why we are in Amsterdam. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm really... I'm really blessed to be supported by, by groups of amazing people with amazing energy and stubborn optimism, Yay. Uh, you know, to actually, <laughs> to actually change things and don't settle for, for the things, you know, sometimes it feels, and Anuna can, can definitely say this, but sometimes it feels that 1.5 in seven years, it's not something achievable. But when I'm on the ground having conversations with all these incredible mobilizers, I'm not, I have no doubt and I'm mega sure that there is hope and that there is the action that, I, that goes along with that hope to make change happen. So I'm yes. really, really, this is not about three founders or advisors or even the mobilizers. It's about a community that has chosen to, to reshape the future and work together to move from a more individual level to a more collective level where that community will change the way that things are being, you know, uh, 
happening at the moment. Fantastic. Amen to that, or as my daughters correct me, a women to that. (laughs) (laughs) Super. Um, Sadly, we have to close um, because I would love to be in conversation with you further and actually would love to meet you personally. I'm sure the opportunity will be there for us. Um, As we close the podcast, if you've listened to any of our episodes, you know that we have a question that we're now going to ask both of you. Our podcast is called Outrage and Optimism. Oh, wait a second, Mauricio, do you still have your hero podcast? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So here's a shout out to the hero podcast, and we'll definitely put that in the show notes for everyone. Um, Fantastic. But as we close um, this episode of this um, podcast that is called Outrage and Optimism, we do ask all our guests, what are you still outraged about? And that list is a very long list, but give me your top. Give me your top, you know, reality that is still outrageous to you, still completely unacceptable. And then what is your top reason for optimism? Who wants to start? I'll let Anuna, I'll let Anuna go first. <laughs> I was just going to say, Christiana, this is such a long list. We need to have five podcasts on this. But I honestly think that the, the basis of what I am outraged about and my whole motivation behind my activism is climate injustice. And it's always been that. It's the whole human rights, injustice, inequality angle to the climate crisis. And every single time I see a politician or a, or a policymaker talk shit, pardon my fr- French, about about the, the climate policies that we know are not going anywhere. Uh, I, I'm so outraged. And I, I, I think that's the anger. I think that's good anger. I don't, I think that that is what is keeping me going, honestly. And it's, it's, I, I, I think it fuels me, honestly, yes. because then you work with people like Marisa and you work with other heroes and you understand that everybody's outraged about this. But the good thing is, because everybody is, there is, there are so many people ready for a new reality. And when that kicks in and when we actually, we're going to create that, people are going to be ready to step into that. And, and that, and that, you know, that is my optimism then at the end of the day, we are creating a new reality and that's where we're going. Yes. Super. Great. Mauricio. Yeah. Well, on top of that, which I couldn't agree more for me, uh, you know, outrage comes, you know, from the fact that these mobilizers are working day and night tirelessly to change the system and to work for the common good. And their contributions to society are still not yet recognized. And what keeps me, you know, motivated and gives me hope is the fact that we're actually shifting that and changing that along with you and amazing groups of people that believe that, you know, when something needs to be changed, hope, optimism, and action are actually the the perfect recipe to change the the way things are going. So that really uh, seeing these amazing mobilizers working as hard as as they're working to change things makes me really, really hopeful. And they deserve our full support. So go to the Hero Circle, that app, platform and support them today, uh, you won't regret it. And I think not supporting them, it's actually the one thing that humanity can't afford. Well put. Well put. Bueno, Mauricio and Anuna, thank you so, so much. I am um, 
very confident that many of our listeners, uh, co-hosts included, will be uh, will be supporting you, and we will put it all in the show notes to make it easy for everyone. But thank you very much. Thank you. I mean, yes, thank you for coming on the podcast, but much more importantly than that, thank you for having ha- listened to that fire in your belly. Thank you for having been sensitive enough to realize that there was a huge need there and to have put your heads together to figure out how do we stand up in a very creative way um, to answer that need and creative and much more sustainable than, you know, the one one, uh, donation that comes in once a year or once every two years. So um, a brilliant move of yours because it is that dependability that those young people and not so young people need in order to continue to pursue Mm. their very important, uh, very important work. So thank you very, very much for that. Thank you for joining us. Um, We're going to put this out at the end of the year and um, invite everyone to, uh, to support Hero and through Hero to support so many heroes around the world. Thanks very much to both of you. So folks, I hope you agree that was a compelling case for supporting climate mobilizers around the world. So our hope is that if some or all or many of you are thinking about what you would like to support, who you would like to support toward the end of the year, that you will definitely give Hero a very, very serious consideration. I have actually already gone to the webpage and I can tell you there are not that many circles yet on the webpage, which means all of us who support Hero will be able to help further launch this startup that is, um, as they say, doing and so, or supporting the most important work around the world. So please, if you, uh, if you can find it within your envelope to support, we very much invite you to support Hero now at the end of the year and throughout next year. And with that, we wish you a very wonderful end of a very busy, critical year in the path toward ensuring that we can get to speed and scale on the issues that are so close to our heart. Because as we have heard throughout this year, this really is about pulling the future into the present, or as we just said recently, challenging the present in order to make the future possible. Bye.